0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doink and Connects, the podcast where David and I talk all things professional wrestling.
1: Wrestling.
0: This is episode number 64, where we're going to be going over Elimination Chamber 2021 and the Monday Night Raw to follow. We are uploading this on a Tuesday. Uh, timing didn't work yesterday, so we're recording tonight, and we're going to be going over Elim Chamber and the Raw to follow. Next week, we will be going over SmackDown and NXT AEW from this week and we will also have another return yep but we'll be getting to that a little bit later on tonight we will mention what that is later on tonight but before we get too far off topic we're going to jump right into elimination chamber now well
1: there was one big congratulations that needed to go out yes
0: yes i did forget we mentioned this uh we talked about this yesterday
1: and sarah Rowe welcomed their uh Baby boy into the world on February 11th. Yep. Which just so happens to be my sister's birthday as well. There you go. So, um, congratulations to the Roe family. And, uh, you know, through everything that's happened in the WWE with them, it's great that, you know, they've been able to take some time off and grow their family, which Mm -hmm. is awesome. Yeah. And, uh, dude, the Instagram stuff is truly adorable yeah it is it's it's really it's cute tr- truly adorable anybody who who really likes the viking raid is or the viking experience or um you even know, sarah logan Sa- sarah logan you have to go to their instagram their kid is adorable man yeah and it was a home birth because they're very big into that, like that whole uh natural, and natural holistic stuff, stuff. Yeah. so again congratulations to uh eric and sarah Rowe. Yeah. and now on to elimination chamber now what did you think of the show as a whole i thought the show as a whole was very well put together i thought it was i very have solid. one major i have one major gripe and that was we were supposed to get an oscar match yeah and they spent the time finding a replacement for keith lee on the pre-show but then didn't spend any time fitting in something for oscar even if it was something dumb you know something you hadn't prepared or built up you could have done the exact same thing a women's triple threat thrown in Peyton Royce Billy Kay um and some other female wrestler you know who could be not ready for Oscar, and then just let Oscar go over yeah I, I mean you could have done a triple threat between Shayna Baszler um Nia Jackson Oscar well they were already in a match No, I know. I'm just saying, you could have scrapped that tag team match. That tag team match didn't necessarily need to happen.
0: Yeah, there there was nothing uh, necessarily building in the tag team division with that. The majority of the build in that was to build the SmackDown women's story. Picture. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it didn't even really build that because that more centered around Reginald and Sasha. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we'll get to that match when we get to that match. But, you know, on the kickoff, we had that phenomenal... Fatal 4-Way match. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was so much fun. Um, As is prototypical when Ricochet's in a match, you know there's going to be some kind of very gnarly bump. That powerbomb he took against the uh, ring post Mm -hmm. pretty much set up the finish of that match. Vicious, man. Absolutely vicious.
0: Now, we'll get into it when we get to Raw, but do you think the issues in Retribution also rolled over into this match? we'll get into the
1: retribution the stuff issues, from Raw. I think the issues with retribution are more tied to Mustafa Ali kind of losing it a little bit. He he's starting to he had
0: such a tight grip over the gr- yes. of, over the group. I think it's going to And gonna it felt fu- like
1: his grip was just like too tight and now he's just starting to like he's holding on to it so tight that it's starting to like splinter mm-hmm. and ooze through his fingertips and yeah. he's losing control because, like, let's just take this match, for example. Basically, two of the guys had been eliminated from this match at that point. Yeah. Elias was done, and then you also had Ricochet just get taken out by um, T-Bar and Mace. hmm So, you know, he's just too busy on the apron, lollygagging and joking and being jovial, and he gets rolled up. Yeah. By John Morrison. When, One, two, three, and yeah, Morrison advances. We're...
0: We've, we've made this
1: perfectly clear
0: we're not huge on surprise rollouts but in this case it works there's for the story there's ways to do it because it, there's ways to do it yeah because ali was distracted and morrison took advantage and yep. put himself and, into
1: uh, that match and ali wasn't distracted by anybody else's fault except for his own mm-hmm. his his pride got the best of him his his gluttony of watching one of the people he's been trying to take out or have recruited into retribution Re- uh, you know taken a beating just he, he was overzealous. Yeah, he thought he had the match wrapped up. He forgot about Morrison. Morrison got him through the ropes in one, two, three. Yeah, match over. We didn't we didn't even
0: mention as to why this match had to happen. Keith Lee was pulled from the U.S. title triple threat because of an injury dude, dude. at the hands of Bob Lashley.
1: Air quotes injury. Yeah, he was just pulled from the match. Yeah, for for whatever reason he was pulled from the match. I don't understand. I I he was pulled I from have a feeling
0: it was for I quote unquote an injury. Because they wanted to put the belt on Riddle, but it wasn't a legitimate, it wasn't legitimacy for him to pin either Lee or Lashley. Yeah, they yeah, needed I to see have that pawn there to take the pin. And John Morrison, be it he's one of the one of the best to ever do it, he's he's there to eat a pin. Yes, and he, exactly. he's he's so versed and he's so long standing he has the ability to eat the pen and not lose any traction yes exactly moving on to the main card the show opens with match of the night
1: yeah definitely match of the night good god if 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 only for one guy in that match and that's daniel bryan Cesaro. Cesaro. Well, both of them. Cesaro should have won that match, and I'll and when we get to the end of the actual elimination chamber, I will make my argument for why Cesaro should have won that match. Okay.
0: okay? Well, I will go ahead and list off the entries in order, and then I will go ahead and talk about the um, eliminations, and we can mention whatever spots else we want to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, starts with Brian and Cesaro, uh, Corbin third, oh. Zayn fourth, Owens fifth, Uso last. Um, before Owens enters into the match, Corbin is eliminated via the sharpshooter.
1: Yep. Um. And the big swing. I love that combination, by the way.
0: Yeah. The swing drop him into the sharpshooter. Yep. It, it has them completely discombobulated and they, they're so confused and, and the sharpshooter hits them with so much pain, they tap just like that. Yep. Exactly. Um, and then once everyone else is into the match, um, we get an elimination from, Owens, he eliminates Sami Zayn via a stunner. After yep. um, Zayn is dropped from the roof of the um, chamber. Of the pot, yep. Now, that's Cesaro. what I want to
1: talk about, okay? Cesaro climbed up there, knocked Zayn off, and then proceeded to do two pull-ups.
0: Yeah, I was going to say it. Did you notice he hit
1: his head on the chain in the second one? Yeah, but after being in the match already for 20-something minutes. Yeah. The guy's a freaking freak. Yeah. <laughs> He's,
0: he is what, what he has been told, called as the pound for pound strongest wrestler on, on the, uh, planet on earth the roster. Yeah.
1: But yeah, that was incredible. That was one thing that like kind of really drew my attention was when he did that. Then after you had the elimination of Zayn, as Zayn was leaving. Yeah. Um owens got brutalized yeah by jay
0: uso yeah getting his arms smashed multiple times via the sliding door and yep. eating multiple super kicks
1: i think it was four yeah it super was kicks? four or five it was and then he and then he hit him with the splash and that was the end of it
0: yeah so he hit owens with a splash and then shortly after hit cesaro with a splash
1: yep and that's the one that the that, that, uh We'll get to the end of the, this match because the, the flurry at the end of this match was so good.
0: The match should have ended with the two that started it. Yes. It should have been should've. Brian and Cesaro.
1: Well, yeah, I have no problem. Actually, no, I have no problem with Uso being the last one. I just would have preferred a different outcome based on what happens after the Elimination Chamber, is what I'm saying. I understand. So, obviously, um, you have the final two of Uso. And Brian. Um, Brian hits that phenomenal running knee that he hits and pins Jey Uso one, two, three, and is ex- it just exhausted. You gotta remember, he started this match. Yeah. So he went. Th- he ran the table on this match. Yeah, he did. What happens? Da dun da dun da da Ding, 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 right into your Universal Championship match. So, Rage tries to end it quickly.
0: So, yeah, I know.
1: Um, tries to you- hit him with the spear. Yeah. And he reverses it right into the S-lock. Yeah. And he had it in deep. Yeah, he did. I was like, oh, my God. There's the glimmer of hope that he was going to take the title off of him. There was a glimmer of hope. It was like, oh, my God. You got to take it off of him. Yeah, exactly. He broke the hold. Go ahead. You want to say something, though?
0: Yeah, I was going to say I saw a, uh, a note when I was looking up the uh, uh, results just to put them into the notes and get all the, the notes and everything. Did you know that this is Daniel Bryan's third Elimination Chamber victory? Because he won last year. No, 2018. 19.
1: 2019 he Oh, Kofi Mania 19. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: I'm sorry. He retained in 2019. He won this year. Do you know what the other one was? Was it the Intercontinental one? No. Oh. February 19th, 2012. Daniel Bryan retains his World Heavyweight Championship over Big Show, Cody Rhodes, Santino Marella, The Great Khali,
1: and Wade Barrett. Wow, five guys who aren't even wrestling anymore. Exactly. Wow, that's and crazy! And Daniel Bryan is still here. Two thousand twelve was that the year that he took the uh, the ten second loss at Mania?
0: I'm almost certain, yeah, because he cashed in late twenty eleven at TLC, took the belt off a of Big Show after the Mark Henry Big Show match when they had the chairs match, mm-hmm. and there was the whole pile of chairs. Um, he came out, cashed in, took the belt, and then took it to Mania, ate the loss in ten seconds to Sheamus.
1: Okay, I thought so. I'm I'm almost
0: certain that that's what it was. So, moving back onto my
1: argument, my argument for Cesaro. Okay, if that match was just gonna go as short as it did, if you're gonna go right from the elimination chamber right into that universal title match, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I mean, Brian doesn't need that spot. No, he. Yeah, it would have benefited Cesaro, even if it's a short match. I mean, I know the transition from the spear into the S lock is very smooth. Yeah, but that's not saying that Cesaro couldn't have caught Roman Reigns Reigns in the spear and hit him with the neutralizer. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and gotten a and gotten a near fall off the neutralizer. Yeah, I just I just feel like. Everybody wanted Cesaro. I'll tell you something right now. If this was in front of a live crowd, Cesaro would have won No, not even that. The moment Cesaro got eliminated, there would have been a raining of booze.
0: Yeah. Because <clears throat> Cesaro, and we've, we've had this discussion before, Cesaro is one of these professional wrestlers that should be, by now, a multi-time world champion.
1: Yeah, correct. He's just not. Yeah. And it's because, unfortunately, and it's... It, has nothing bad to say about Cesaro. It's just, look at the WWE roster and look at the guys that they kind of push. Yeah. Is Cesaro really marketable to a broad audience? No. He's not. He's marketable to true wrestling fans. And you figure WWE was turning that table when you let people like CM Punk and you let people like Daniel Bryan AJ Styles stop winning your titles. AJ Styles, start winning your titles. But then you also got to remember, they also marketed themselves. CM Punk had the phenomenal pipe bomb. Mm -hmm. Daniel Bryan had the yes movement.
0: AJ Styles had the biggest debut. AJ Styles is
1: AJ goddamn Styles. He had
0: the biggest debut in the last 10 years of wrestling.
1: 20 years. The last debut that was that big was the NWO at Bash at the Beach when the third man was revealed. Um. That was the last big review. You don't, last...
0: no, you don't consider Chris Jericho?
1: Nope. No. Chris Jericho's is great because they built that up. But if you're going to go pop for pop, dude, they littered that ring at Bash of the Beach with trash because people were so upset that Hulk Hogan turned on Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm-hmm. And Y2J's pop almost flatlined right away because he went one-on-one with the great one right away.
0: Yeah. Ballad. Okay,
1: AJ Styles, AJ Styles had his intro. It was, you could hear the crescendo of the crowd. You could feel it shaking. And that's not saying anything bad about anybody else's returns at, at Royal Rumbles. We already know about Edge from last year. Yeah, Edge had an amazing pop last year. There's plenty of video online. If you could look at pubs from around the world that were watching WrestleMania, yeah, as one soon of as the, Edge's music hit.
0: Another one of the biggest returns was the Hardys at exactly. 33.
1: Exactly. Those are big returns. I'm talking... Like That moment of debut, holy, holy shit.
0: shit, AJ Styles is in the holy WWE. Shit. Hulk
1: Hogan is the third man in NWL. Those are yeah. the types of things we're talking about. So now that we're off track, we know that Roman Reigns is still our Universal Champion. He beats yeah. um, Daniel Bryan, not by pin, by once again choking somebody like KO. out. Yes, like KO. completely knocks and chokes somebody
0: out. And then Reigns gets up, celebrates, and eats a spear. And
1: that confirmed our night two main event. At WrestleMania. Of WrestleMania. We are getting Edge versus Roman Reigns. And I have... And Roman Reigns is retaining. (sighs) I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this build goes. But I'll tell you something right now. I am not against this match. I mean... It, no, mean I, me I I like the idea. Um and when we get to the end of the night, when we get to the other side of the card, you and I have different opinions about what's gonna happen there.
0: Yeah. So yeah. the next match um, on the
1: card was
0: the US title triple. This was threat.
1: another good match.
0: This was a very good match and it ended how I think it should have. Because as we've been talking about, r- Bob Lashley is WWE title material. Bob Lashley is
1: unstoppable. Bo- okay?
0: Yeah. And he the only reason, the only way, and we've had this discussion, the only way for him to drop that US title is for him to be in a multi-man match and not be involved in the Correct. pin.
1: And he Correct. wasn't. And the thing was, is he was dominating this match. And at one point... Riddle and Morrison had to actually team up. <clears throat> I mean it was yeah, it was by the cards how you pass a title on to somebody from somebody without either party looking weak because I mean everybody hit their moves in this match exactly. and yeah. I, credit to Morrison man he was hanging on during that full Nelson for a while while Riddle was trying to get himself like situated with that crutch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because yep, normally yep. that's a... But then you get he stuck the, in it, you tap in about two seconds. He sat there for a good five, six yep. seconds and then while he hits Riddle all, grabbed the crutch, came Morrison in, and He the Morrison with
1: the Broderick. One, two, three. And we have the new mm-hmm. United States champion. Pin. One, two, three. One. New U.S. title. Riddle.
0: Yeah. Can't wait till they bring his he should be, m- but name, Matt, back. when they're going to do that? He should be Matt Riddle. I mean, Mustafa Ali was Ali forever. Apollo Crews yeah. was Apollo forever. Yeah, but you also
1: had Antonio Cesaro. Biggie used to and they be just Biggie Langston. Langston so.
0: Antonio Cesaro. Yeah. I'm fine with it's that, too. It's a matter of time till we have Nakamura. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, I just like Shinsuke, but you know, whatever. Um, moving on yep. to the women's tag team title match. Um, pre-show, we kind of mentioned this. I don't know if we mentioned this during the show or um, pre-show. Um, this match was not meant for title. Yeah, tag title I, advancement, sto- story advancement. This was a. Shane, like a, Correct a, because uh, all your Sasha title Banks advancement is storyline based
1: on the Dusty Roads classic right now. It's Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Yes, versus.
0: Yeah, we didn't even me- we didn't even mention yeah, that it was but it was that was a great. And it sets up a match this week, this week on NXT
1: coming up Wednesday. So and both tag titles are on the line this week. Yeah. So tomorrow you're gonna get. Hmm. New you think they're gonna NXT, NXT uh, Tag Team Champions, MSK. So they're going to actually I get I'm both titles, going to. change hands tomorrow?
0: Uh, okay.
1: Uh, both?
0: Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not?
1: Raquel, belt, I mean, I will give just the belts Raquel. to Raquel and I think it's the right decision. I just... I, just, I think you... Yeah. I think there's something better I mean, for Shayna Baszler to be doing, and we'll, when we get to Monday Night Raw, we'll talk about that. But for this match, for this match, you could just tell yeah, that d- definitely um, things were disjointed between um, Sasha and Bianca, um, and Bianca. Well, no, even throughout the match, but, just, but there wasn't a flow between of the two of them.
0: I disagree. I think for a team that isn't really used to tagging
1: together, they had quite a bit of tandem offense. It seemed like every time Belair was in the corner with somebody, Sasha would blind tag herself in. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was no communication. It was just... Yeah. yeah,
0: I think that might have been Sasha Banks just being who Sasha Banks is and, and being the boss, being the one in charge, being the one that's always in the spotlight and everything. And and now that she's getting mm-hmm. spotlight from another party, it's kind of throwing her off because she's getting this attraction from specifically Reginald <laughs> where there's this whole infatuation yeah. thing. and. It causes her to eat a pin.
1: So technically, you Sasha know, Banks Nia a pin could Say in that this she's number one contender. She could Nia Jax. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Hey. Because that's how that's how WWE what? math works. You pin a the champ, You lose the tag contender. titles
1: on Smack, on uh, NXT. Why don't you just break Nia Jax up and break Shayna Baszler up? Send one to Raw and one to SmackDown. And then guess what you can do? You can set yeah. up a title picture between that's perfect enough sense. Um, Shayna Baszler and one Oscar, and you can set up a title picture between. There you go, Nia
0: Jax and the winner of oh, Sasha right, Bianca. It's itself. Yeah, <laughs> it All yeah. Right, you so think after that WWE match, match. set us up. All right, I'll, I'll main event the Raw Elimination Chamber match. Um, Orton, Hardy start Drew third, Kingston fourth yes. AJ fifth Via almost, yep. Or Amos rather Yes. Now one and thing Sheamus I do have to say before we get into this match via the I love God the
1: fact match. that Kofi Kingston Was talking about Randy Orton's quads He's like you're doing some squats there bro Those quads are good I, I yeah. loved it I loved it
0: Yeah That was funny um what the hell was the elimination? Yeah, it was it was out of nowhere and unlike what everybody speculated that there was gonna be some influence via the fiend or via Alexa to cause distraction, there was nothing. As soon as Kingston was into the match 40 seconds maybe a minute later rolls up orton and orton's done i
1: think he would be game. one of the last It's one of those eliminated. things that for long long following exactly he reveals it the next he revealed night, that on that his head wasn't Raw. in the game but it's one of those things where that is storytelling without having to just hand you the hand you the elements of the story exactly it's it's those it's fans of the WWE it's- or of AEW, any wrestling promotion, that is paying back those fans who pay attention. Okay? Because if you've noticed in a lot of Orton's matches lately, mm-hmm. he hasn't had his head in the game. Okay? Ever since he's RKO'd Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton has been in a tailspin. He hasn't won matches. He's been distracted by Alexa Bliss, which cost him the gauntlet match, and his head was not in the elimination chamber. You could just tell, by the way, that's why Randy Orton, in my opinion, for my generation, and my generation goes all the way back to the new generation of wrestling. So I'm talking about your Bret the Hitman hearts. I'm talking about your... Shawn Michaels, your Undertakers, your Stone Shawn Cold Michaels. Steve Austins, your The Rocks, The Triple H's, Mankind, Cactus Jack. Ch- I'm talking about all these greats. I feel Randy Orton has had the ability to, sap- to to take a little bit from each one of those legends that he's ever fought down the line. Like he never got a chance to face off against the uh uh a Stone Cold Steve Austin or Bret the Hitman Hart. He never really faced those guys. But he did face Cactus Jack and Mick Foley. He did face Triple H. He did face Ric Flair. He did face um, Shawn Michaels, Taker. He's been able to take that stuff and learn from those legends. And he does all these little nuances in the ring. Go back and watch the Elimination Chamber match. It's not that Randy Orton was... Bored in the elimination chamber match. It was that he wasn't there. He was preoccupied. And he even confirms that when he talks in his interview the following night on Raw. So I love those little story those story bit elements that don't need to be force fed to you like a kid who does not want to eat his peas at two years old. And he was the first one eliminated, right? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's those Yeah. Yeah. And that's how AJ got in the match because
1: Orton snapped.
0: Yeah, because... Yeah, Orton snapped, RKO'd both Kingston and Hardy and slowly and methodically meandered his way out. Um, And AJ was like, ooh, Orton's out, now I can get in. Now I should get in and take advantage of this. Amos, take the back of the pot out. Amos literally grabs the plexiglass, rips the damn... Freaking plexiglass off the back of it. AJ hops out, runs around the the chamber, and jumps up uh, the stairs, kind of slowly and precautiously because Orton's making his way out. He didn't want to get hit with an RKO. Uh, goes in, tries to pin Kingston, doesn't get it. Tries to pin Hardy, doesn't get it. Um, and I'm pretty sure he ate um uh, some uh, some move after that. Yes, yeah, he ate a he,
1: I think he ate like a ate kiss a or something. Kiss. Well, no, he. The way the match ended that was a little was bit later because on of uh
0: in the <clears throat> match I think.
1: We'll get to the end of the match, but that the way this match ended was unbelievable, unbelievable. The flurry between the last three guys. So yeah, so, as far as eliminations so, are concerned, you had Jeff Hardy go out. Kingston and Hardy. Kingston and Hardy went out by Sheamus. Bro kick and, and uh, McIntyre respectively. respectively. AJ Styles stole the mm-hmm. show in this match. First, he botched his first four fifty. Oh, without a doubt.
0: As as I was saying. He, he could have. You're yeah, right. AJ he could have, have won, won this match. match.
1: But that first four fifty he botched it and he turned it into a leg drop, which was amazing he was able to do that. And then he went back then he went back up there and he hit the yeah, second one. He
0: didn't get the full rotation on it.
1: Yeah, he is too Which, good. At 41 years old, God, AJ he is too good. Way too good.
0: Yeah, i i always I always tend to forget that AJ
1: Styles is 41 years absolutely, old. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Phenomenal, absolutely. So it it seemed as if yeah, <clears throat> this match. Was, was, I, it seemed as if McIntyre was going to be out of this match because Sheamus and AJ kind of teamed up. And Sheamus hit that bro kick And you're like, it's over
0: Yeah, I was waiting for Just like 2018 uh, Elimination Chamber 2018 Where John Cena was defending Yeah And he was eliminated third And once that elimination came They were like, there's going to be a new WWE champion out of this match And that's when Bray won when Bray won his first title, I was waiting for the moment where McIntyre law McIntyre was pinned by either Sheamus or AJ. I I'm thought like, it was going to be. Right, I thought it was gonna new champion, it's as soon as Sheamus, Sheamus hit
1: that bro kick, but then AJ came off the top rope and hit the uh, phenomenal forearm. Yeah, and took Sheamus out. Hit the phenomenal forearm, and
0: hmm. Which,
1: it, in, in hindsight, hindsight though, he, it sets something really cool up. He shouldn't have done. I know Sheamus has got so many branching storylines right now. So, and so does AJ. Yep. Yeah, he's got Keith Lee, who's out an injured. And he's still in the hunt for the title. He's got AJ. He's got McIntyre. So, Um, I mean, he's got a lot going on. AJ is the same thing. AJ has a lot going on. And what a Claymore to end the match! Like we talk about, we we talk about RKO out of nowhere, Claymore Claymore out of nowhere. Oh, man. He folded AJ Styles. Yeah. And, yep. And, you mm-hmm. know, they start raising the elimination yeah, and chamber. The and McIntyre can't even move. He took every shot from everybody in this match. At the end of this match, it seemed like every big move was against McIntyre. And mm-hmm. like a triumphant babyface, it was exactly yeah. like what you'd <laughs> expect. He he kept fighting, he kept fighting, he kept fighting, and he came out on top. Yeah. He won the Elimination Chamber, and then Bobby Lashley wrecked his yeah. shit.
0: And as he was celebrating, yeah, I texted. I remember I texted you. I was like, "Holy shit!" There's the Mania match. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well. Well. I forgot about uh. So, like A, a little a, segment, a, a little 10-second segment. wild card. Um, oh, shit, Miz still has his thing. Yeah, he still well, has his money in the bank.
1: Don't forget, there was that little 10-second segment when they're in the back, and Miz was talking yeah. to MVP, and everybody kind of brushed it off. Nobody was paying attention I br- to it.
0: I brushed it off, and you know, they told a story from the pre-show all the way to the last frame. Yep. Morrison winning... The Fatal 4-Way, Morrison losing in the U.S. title match, yep. Miz talking to MVP in the back, Lashley being all pissed and wrecking shit after losing his U.S. title. There were little nuances for this whole thing throughout the entire show. Yep. And it ends with Miz holding up the WWE Championship at yep. the end of the night.
1: Yeah, after McIntyre got wrecked.
0: Oh, yeah. If, if Lashley didn't attack McIntyre... McIntyre probably could have retained against you, Miz just on his own.
1: You want to know what was the most impressive thing about that attack? That full Nelson slam. Yeah. He f- folded McIntyre in half. Yeah. Yeah. That was impressive. Yeah. well, And then we cut right into Monday Night Raw. And who starts yeah. Monday Night Raw? Your WWE champion Miz.
0: Miz and...
1: Well, Miz and Morrison opened it up and they had their yes. little promo and stuff like that. The Miz is such a good heel. Like, I've,
0: I've been saying this, and we say this all the time. There are characters and people in wrestling that play one side of the card so much so better than perfect. the other. Perfect.
1: Yeah. And the thing is. Miz. Is, go ahead, Miz? I've
0: never. There are very little times where I like Miz as a face. The only time I can really think of Miz working-ish as a face was when he was facing Shane. Okay. Other than that, his best work is his heel work. Yes. 2016 Talking Smack. Intercontinental Champion, The Miz. Calling out Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan.
1: Bryan. Yeah. We never never really really got got the true blow off of that, but
0: it was still good. Um. 2009, Miz, was it 2009 or was it 2013? I don't remember. 2011,
1: when he made everybody cry when he cashed in.
0: Yeah. It's
1: Ten years ago, mm-hmm. on the dot. Yeah. Like all his post-chamber stuff on social media, where he's calling out the fans, he's calling out everybody. Boo hoo hoo, the Miz won. You gotta remember. This guy was on the real world. And mm-hmm. everybody thought he was a joke. Everybody thought he was a joke. He was never going to cut it. He'd be out of wrestling in five years. Um, yeah. Dude, he's had a great, career, a great career. A great career. He's the first two-time, two-time Grand, Grand Slam, Slam Grand champion. Slam. Yep. First. That's saying something. That, that is-, is saying something.
0: So, I'll ask you this. And... I'm almost certain I know your answer. Is Ms. Hall of Fame worthy?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Hundred percent I agree. And and I and all right. So I I heard an awesome interview by Deion Sanders. Um, and I know this is a, a sports topic and it should be relegated to our other show, but Deion Sanders has a theory about the Hall of Fame. And it's that when you say somebody's name, it's a yes or a no. Now, certain guys will get in because of longevity. To me, the Miz gets in because of longevity. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's a shoo-in Hall of Famer because of his character or anything like that. No, what he's no. what he's done, he's changed wrestling. Okay, and if it wasn't for someone like him, I really don't know if we would have ever gotten the chance to see wrestlers like CM Punk, like Daniel Bryan. You know what I mean? Miz is, Miz is like that last of a dying breed of characters like The Rock and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who are yeah. who are better talkers than necessarily in-ring mm-hmm. or in ring performers? Well, actually, I don't want to say performers because that's not even that's not even fair because he's great as an in ring performer. Maybe as an in ring athlete. Like Miss has a very limited move set. He, yeah,
0: he's he's not he's, he's not, not a J Styles. He's not a striker. He's yeah. a very meticulous. Exactly. Very sta- Whenever you start a my he's a, career, he's a in very WWE. St- okay, oh, yeah. In WWE 2K, if you start a my career and you have a very basic wrestler with a very basic move set, yeah, that's very similar to Miz's move set. Yeah, and that's it's not saying anything crazy. bad. No, no, no. It's because not saying you know what? Bad.
1: He has the perfect heel move set and tendencies. He's yeah. a shit heel who will run to retain his title. He will cheat to win. He has a really good finisher. Yeah, and he, has no version problem, finale. he has no problem ripping off other people's moves from the yes kicks to the yes lock to the yes knee. He'll rip off anybody and mm-hmm. everybody to get ahead.
0: And yeah. I love it.
1: And you know what? I'm happy that the Miz is the champion right now. I think it's a I think it's a it was a great way to have the cash in happen. Um and like you said, now he's got to pay it forward because he owes the business. He, he owes the Hurt business money. Yeah, yeah,
0: and that money is a uh, a title match.
1: Yes, that was oh, supposed to happen League. last night because that was part of the deal.
0: Yeah, but he pushed it off. Uh, he was able to get it pushed off. Now, I have a bit of um fantasy booking, and I'll I'll throw it at you right now. We will get a WWE title match. Next week, from Bobby Lashley against The Miz, that will come to a no contest due to Braun Strowman running. Mm-hmm. And Bobby Lashley will win the WWE title in the main event of Fastlane. And that gives three weeks build to Mania. Fastlane is March 27th, so two-week build. Is that too short of time, or does Bob Lashley win the title next week?
1: Ooh. All right, for from, from, from my WrestleMania to work out, he has to win the title next week. For my okay. WrestleMania to work out. Yes,
0: yeah.
1: For, Do you want to tell tell your mania? Yeah, my and mania. And then I'll tell my mania match. My mania is Lashley versus McIntyre versus Lesnar. I think that's now, the perfect now, WrestleMania. Where does Lesnar work into this? He works into it at Fastlane. I think he makes his appearance at Fastlane.
0: So Lesnar has his rematch against, say, Miz. Um, Lesnar has no match against Miz. No, not Lesnar. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby has, yeah, his, Bobby match has against, his match against Liz, and that's uh, where Lesnar Miz, Miz, and that's where Lesnar comes Miz. in. Lesnar comes out afterwards, attacks him. Yes. The night after Fastlane, McIntyre comes out and says, I never lost to you and I never got my rematch. Yep. I wanted that mania. Lesnar comes out the next week and says, No, I want you. And then someone makes it a triple threat. Yeah. I think something
1: like that. Yeah. If it's not Lesnar, if it's not Lesnar, it's Strowman. It's not Strowman. You want to know why? We're getting a triple threat match either way.
0: Yes, and I think the triple threat is going to be Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre versus The Miz because Braun Strowman is going to be in a match at WrestleMania against Shane McMahon. Okay. Because Braun Strowman has been nothing but a thorn in the side of Shane McMahon and Adam Pearce for the last few weeks. And Braun's going to do what Braun does, and he's going to attack Adam Pearce again. And instead of getting suspended, Shane's going to take matters into his own hands and put himself in a match at WrestleMania against Braun Strowman.
1: I mean, I don't have any problem with that. I just have a problem with once again Shane McMahon just putting himself on the Mania card. Now that's kind of why, like Undertaker stepped away. He realized that other people need to be on the Mania card. There's other talent that needs to be on the Mania card. And I'm not saying Shane McMahon doesn't have the right to be on it. Shit, he's pot owner of the company. So so here's why I
0: think it's okay for him to be put himself onto the card. Mania is two nights. I know but it's still. There's so much time to fill between two nights of WrestleMania. That's why there were so many matches this year. But my, problem,
1: my problem with your triple threat is Miz doesn't fit that match. You're talking about two huge slabs of beef and a packet of baloney. <laughs> so
0: if if the, the, Miz is not in that match, it's it's Lashley versus
1: McIntyre. It's gonna be a triple threat because the then I don't think they're taking the title off of Lashley if he gets the title. Really, I don't think they're taking the title off of Lashley. I think they gave McIntyre his run at the top. I think they think he did a great job, but when was the last time you really saw a 365 day champion, or somebody who was constantly holding the belt for almost a full year? I think that, the last time was CM Punk. Okay, it doesn't happen that often. Yeah. And the fact that basically McIntyre had it that <laughs> whole time. Okay. Oh well, yeah, Vault has had it for a thousand days, but yeah. Um, McIntyre's basically had it this full calendar year, minus a little bit of a lull. <clears throat> With all, um, dropped it to Orton for like two weeks. Exactly. So the way I'm seeing it is that I think you give Lashley a run with the belt. I would, and you trust make me. And, I would and and love you make, it, and you make McIntyre chase, and you make Keith I would Lee love chase. That.
0: Now here's my thought, and I don't know. It's not what I want, but I think it's what WWE wants. Last year they got the reaction of a lifetime when McIntyre won the Rumble. But they never got the reaction of the crowd pop when McIntyre won the title at Mania. I think since there's going to be fans at Mania, and it's going to be the first time there's fans at a WWE show for over a calendar year, that they're going to put the belt back onto McIntyre because they want that reaction. They want that pop. Now, I don't think... It's gonna you can't be play hot potato effect- with this title right now. I know that. It's not going to be as effective as it would be the first time. Yeah. Because that's his first WWE title win. If he wins it at Mania, that's his third WWE title win in just a year.
1: That's why I don't think they're going to do it.
0: No. I think Bob Lashley holds that belt through Mania. Probably to some slam. Till SummerSlam, that's what I'm thinking too, is around SummerSlam is when they're th- going to start thinking about, all right, who's next in line? Who's going to be the next one to hold the belt? And you want to know who I think it's going to be?
1: Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Yeah. I think Keith Triple H is very high on Keith Lee, and I think that's kind of why they've been slow building him right now. Yeah. Keith Lee is the next one to hold
0: that belt. He'll hold the belt by the end of the year.
1: But I mean, I'll give you a Dark Horse.
0: Alice the Black. I'll give you another dark horse, Damian Priest. Uh, too soon. You think?
1: Yeah, he's a mid card title. I think he's going to end up going after Riddle soon. As a heel, or is Riddle a heel? Uh, no, neither of them will be heels. You can have faces face off against each other.
0: Yeah, that's valid. All right.
1: Now, to actually
0: mention what happened on Raw, uh, we basically talked about the beginning stuff. Um... And I'll jump to the very end because it kind of goes together where we had Lashley versus Braun in a uh, match 1v1. If Braun won, he was in the match next week. Lashley wins that match. It's a one-on-one match. That's where I get the Strowman run in the whole nine yards. Yep. The other things that happened, um, non-title match between Riddle and John Morrison. um, Great match. Keeping John Morrison in the uh, U.S. title picture. Yep. Um, we had New Day versus Retribution, uh, where New Day defeated Retribution, which this is where I mentioned the Retribution downfall. Um, I can't wait until Retribution falls apart for two reasons.
1: This way we can get and Dominic Dijakovic and Mia Yim? It's two
0: debuts of Dominic Dijakovic and <laughs> Mia Yim. Pretty much. Because, oh my god, they're so good. And they got stuck... With this, du- I don't want to call it stupid, but they got stuck with a a, a, a lackluster gimmick to, for their main roster debut. But thankfully, they got de- debuted with n- not their names. Yeah. So it it
1: didn't hurt
0: the Dominic Tagicovic name or the Mia Yim name.
1: They had all like retribution came out with all the gusto of um, Nexus, except it was a wet fart. Yeah, like all the gusto of Nexus and then it was a wet fart so mm-hmm. I mean I'm going to be happy when they eventually like this ends up dissolving and you end up just getting you know the wrestlers as the wrestlers because Shane Thorne's a great wrestler yeah, bring Shane him back Thorne, Mia bring Yim, him back into the 205 Live crew I think he'll be great yeah. there Um, I think Mia Yim will be great in the women's division and I think Dominic Dijakovic has a place in that Mid card, whether upper, it's upper we, card. whether it's lower mid card or mid card, that's kind of where he's going to sit for a little while.
0: Yeah, he's he's him and Keith Lee. I put very very similar with Keith Lee that little step above. Yes, um, where Lee's right now Keith above. Lee's very upper mid card right now, kind of flirting with the, the upper card. Yep. Um, I can see, I could see Dajakovic with say the Intercontinental Championship in the next couple of years. Yeah, There's even the U.S. Wrong with title. That. Yeah, I just more so see the IC title with him. I th- see Dominic Djokovic as a SmackDown guy. Yeah. Um, we had multiple video packages of uh, Shana, uh, not Shayna. Rhea Ripley. Um, that Finally she's making coming. her debut. Yeah, she'll be uh, coming soon. Um, then we had a Raw tag title match uh, where Hurt Business retained over Lucha House Party. Yep. Um, kind of, kind of showing that. In a tornado
1: tag match where they don't actually need to tag in and out, Hurt Business can work together. Yeah, the only thing is, I'm kind of getting sick and tired of seeing the same matches again. Let's yeah, spice this up at, a little bit. Look
0: at the look at the depth of the U.S. title of uh, the tag title. No, tag I know,
1: division. I know. I'm just saying we're seeing the same. Like, I like seeing LHP. Trust me, they're so much fun to watch. But I just yeah. feel like we're seeing them. I a mean, lot. yeah it's not even just that we're seeing them a lot we're just seeing them in the same matches a lot like it wouldn't yeah. be a bad idea to maybe do like a a four-way elimination tag match you know maybe get retribution in there stuff like that just spice it up a little yeah. bit
0: yeah
1: yeah get something different yep um
0: here's a few minor segments we wanted to talk about some smaller pieces from more big segments um Orton throws up ooze.
1: During we his talking promo, about, talking about yeah, how we were he we talking wasn't...
0: about this promo, how he's not part of it. Uh, they cut to the Alexa pentagram stuff, and then they come back, and he's choking and coughing up and throwing up black
1: ooze. Yeah.
0: Which is very similar to the stuff that Alexa... Was spinning drools. up. Yep. Is The Fiend almost starting to possess orton not giving orton the actual fiend character no but is it almost like that's his way of manifesting a little bit
1: it's very um this is really old and this is way before your time papa shango yes very papa shango yeah, do stuff like that. Very. It reminds me a lot of that, and I don't I mind it yeah. because I I love the supernatural element. That's why I was such an Undertaker fan growing up. That's why I was such a yeah. Mankind fan growing up. You know. That's yeah, why the, I like the Papa supernatural yes. sci-fi kind of yep. thing. And and it works when the right character work is being done. And once again, you have one of the best character-driven people in the business, Randy Orton, yeah. and one of the best characters in the business, the Fiend. The Fiend. Mm-hmm. Simple as that.
0: All right, now. In the women's oh. tag match, we had a very, very scary <sighs> moment where it obviously was not intentional. This no. was completely on accident, but Asuka had a tooth knocked out <laughs> via a botched kick via Shayna Baszler. Yeah, Shayna and Baszler. And Shayna knew it Right away. Immediately.
1: Yep. She caught Oscar with her heel.
0: And yeah, instead of instead of rolling her heel in and just getting the top of her foot and kick pad along Oscar's face, yep, her heel kind of rolled in and smacked Oscar right in the mouth. And Shayna dropped she, immediately to check on Oscar. Yeah,
1: she knew immediately. She went down like. In almost like a pin covering situation, but what you could tell is that she was checking on Oscar like Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry, you know, so on and so forth. And I know we're building to Oscar Charlotte just based on the promos and stuff like that. Yeah. But this is why I feel like if the women's tag titles were to change hands this Wednesday, you could build to Oscar Shayna. Just mm-hmm. based on that one, botch. that could be a mania match. I mean, based on the fact that Shayna never got to face Oscar in NXT. No, like those are things that.
0: Yeah, they they just barely crossed they missed past. each they, other. They just barely missed each other. Yeah, it,
1: it's like it's just one of those things. It's just natural. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably the two best women's wrestlers on the roster. Pure um, women's wrestlers like Matt. Pure wrestlers? women's
0: wrestlers. Yeah. Um. Characters, no. Best wrestlers, yes. Yeah. Char- uh, characters, sh- I'd, I'd put Bayley up there. Shane I'd is, put Bianca up there.
1: Shayna's character is very Ken Shamrock.
0: Yes. She's going to yes. go in there,
1: she's just going to tap you. Exactly. And, and that gets boring after a while unless you enjoy combat sports. And I'll put my hand yeah. up. I enjoy combat I, sports. Me too. That's kind of part of the reason why I watch wrestling, but I also love when wrestling intertwines with combat sports. When... Ronda Rousey, when Brock Lesnar, when Kane mm-hmm. um, Velasquez, these legitimate fighters come in. Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Like, I don't mind the it. The inevitable Conor McGregor. When Mike Tyson did it, for the yeah. 10 seconds that he did it, I don't mind it. It it, it works. It, it's a combat sport. I, I challenge so many people who question why I still watch wrestling. And I don't have to challenge anybody who listens to this podcast because... You're all wrestling fans as well, but I tell people, I'm like, get in a ring, just try to bounce off the ropes, just mm-hmm. try to run off the ropes. Yeah, you get knocked in your ass. Yeah, it it is such an art form, and you I have like to be to... so athletic to do yeah. the simplest stuff in a ring. Yeah, I have like the to, balls. Whenever... Have the balls to just take a bump from the second rope.
0: Hmm. I like to whenever someone. Really knocks me for saying, "Oh, you like wrestling?" That's just a that's fake. It's all made up. I'm like, "Well, you watch this this show on ABC at 8 p.m. every week religiously." Grey's Anatomy. Now, now just just consider that's the same thing. It's storytelling, but these guys throw themselves ten feet in the air across a twenty foot freaking ring. To jump onto another man.
1: Yeah. Or woman. Or woman, yeah.
0: I was saying 10 feet across the ring. To, I was I was thinking of um, Montez Ford and his freaking frog splash. Yeah, I know. When I was talking about that. But, like, these guys are athletes. These women are athletes. But they also tell stories, they're also storytellers. Which yeah. I have, I love professional wrestling. And I specifically love storytelling during
1: matches. Yep, exactly, exactly. That's why. That's why. Even watching something that doesn't need to be spoon fed to me, when I watch mm-hmm. Randy Orton in the ring or during Elimination Chamber, I can yeah. see it. I can see it, and I appreciate it. Yeah.
0: Um, moving on to the last segment, I wanted to mention from Raw, and that's um a Charlotte Flair promo she made post match, um against Ric Flair. And I think this was one of the most impassioned promos I've seen from Charlotte in a long while. Specifically because she went to go talk to Rick and say, I get it, you still want to be the Nature Boy. You still want to to build the legacy of the Nature Boy. But I'm still building the Flair legacy. I am today's version of the Flair. I am building our legacy just as much. So please... If you want to be the nature boy, don't do it on my time. Mm-hmm. Essentially telling him to stop coming out during her matches. Stop coming out with Lacey Evans while Charlotte is trying to have a match. Flair is is defending the Flair legacy.
1: And all Rick's doing is hurting it.
0: Exactly. by By not letting Charlotte be who Charlotte is. Yep. I think that's starting to show that, okay, we're not getting this face charlotte we're getting the queen charlotte flair to show more and more week by week not yeah, that whether we haven't it's face had the queen. whether
1: it's heel she's the queen that's all it is
0: yeah but now that we have discussed elimination chamber and raw from this week
1: that was a very 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 good episode if i do say so myself back to back yeah they were both very very entertaining sports entertainment and there was yeah. some very good wrestling mixed in there. Yeah, yeah. Raw was raw was raw was good this week. Yeah, it was because they sent it around the right guy, Bobby Lashley. Yes. Yeah. Give me so, Bobby Lashley every week. Just call it Monday Night Bobby. Yeah, Monday Night Bobby. Mo- Monday Night Hurt Business. Actually, not just Bobby Lashley. The entire Hurt yeah, Business. Yeah, give us the whole, all four of them. Yep.
0: So, I could listen to MVP talk for hours. But anyway, I think that basically wraps up tonight's episode of the Doink and Doink Connection. Uh, if you want, uh, go ahead and follow David and I on our social medias if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Um, I am at DJ Ald, and David, your at is?
1: Der Laufen Doink 508.
0: All right, I will have both of those linked in the description as well as uh, at Double Doink Network on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, Instagram a little bit more, Facebook here and there, Twitter I don't touch. But, like, uh, I personally don't like Twitter. Yeah. Never liked Twitter. Yep. But anyway, um, of course, you can hit us up there if you have any questions, comments, concerns. If you guys did like the show and want to share this with your friends or subscribe so you don't miss out on any episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or anywhere else that you find your podcasts. But I think that wraps everything up here. This has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.